Hey everybody, welcome to this episode of the podcast where I interviewed Donnie from Ready Nutrition and uh, really went into this one with a chip on my shoulder and I gave Donnie a fair warning and he did a great job um, giving me the information I was looking for. But if you're like me and you're going out there and you're maybe trying to pick something off the shelf, you're trying something new in the supplement or you know whatever uh, nutrition area and you just read all these things and it makes it sound like you cure cancer, you know your biceps will grow 16 inches in three days if you drink this much or or put this much scoops in your water. It's just there's no accountability for any of the claims out there, and I just it just really pisses me off from a consumer standpoint to wanting to go out and buy a good product that's good for me that actually has what it says that's in there, um, and and trying to get through all that misinformation and just false actual advertising. In my opinion, there's just no accountability, and that it's a consumer. It's really confusing. It's really frustrating, and so I wanted to bring somebody on the show that I trust. Uh, that I believe is going to give good, credible information, and that's actually in the, in, in the industry, so they have a really good idea of what's going on. Well, Donnie was a great guest. Uh, what, you know, didn't take offense to any of my questions because I answered some pretty pointed questions about the uh, supplement industry. And, uh, you know, he, he really helped navigate the way through the weeds here and uh, did a great job of explaining everything on how to basically go look at a project and say if it's legit or not. He gives you some really good uh, topics and, and ideas on how to look at a product in the nutrition industry. So uh, I really hope you guys enjoy this. Uh, Donnie was a great resource. This is just part one of a two-part episode mainly because we had to split it into two for scheduling reasons, but uh, definitely a good episode if you're wanting to figure out what supplements are legit, what supplements may probably aren't be aren't legit, and what you know how, how to wade through all of that. So uh, thanks for tuning into this one, guys, and I will see you at the end. Bye. Oh, cool, cool. Well, uh, I'm totally fired up for having you on the show, man. I've, I've been wanting to talk to somebody in the industry for a long time. And, um, you know, Bob talks highly of you, Bob Morgan. And so right. I, I was like, well, if Bob, Bob thinks he's a good guy. He's probably a good guy. I trust Bob a lot. So, uh, I feel- Bob and I are just old guys. So <laughs> I don't know, man. You're, you're more shredded than a Caesar salad. <laughs> Dude, I'm 52 years old. You are? Yeah, man, you're jacked. Yeah, I, I, I have four granddaughters. Dude, man, you're jacked too. I mean, you're freaking. Well, I wish I could get to that point. I mean, it's just a matter of time and work ethic. That's all that is. I mean, it is. I mean, it's just consistency and perseverance. There's a lot involved in it. So, yeah. Well, tell me, uh, why don't we get an introduction here going on so you guys know who I have on the show? Okay. Uh, my name's Donnie Howell. I'm the founder of Ready Nutrients. Uh, we do outdoor sports nutrition, high-end outdoor sports nutrition. We started about five and a half years ago. Um, a couple years ago, I brought on a partner, uh, Mark Peterson, who is the co-host of Cabela's Instinct Outdoors. Uh, he's also the co-owner of WTA, Worldwide Trophy Adventures, and a few other, Rusted Rooster Media and so on. So Mark and I work hand-in-hand. So it's hmm. fun. You know, what we do is a, a riot. You know, there's, it's way more than just selling stuff. I promised you. Yeah. I didn't know you guys were partners. That's cool. Yeah. We keep that pretty, <laughs> you know, you know how that is. Yeah. So, <laughs> right. How do you and Bob know each other? You know, I met Bob. He kind of reached out to me. Kind of, um, Chris through Elk Addicts reached out to me, which in turn got some product in Bob's hands and, uh, Bob had just struggled with, with product over the years of finding things that were that weren't hard on his system. Right. And he's very sensitive to a lot of things he takes. And so 
you know, I just reached out to Bob and said, look, let me send you a few things. You try them. If you like them, great. We'll work something out. If not, hey, there's, you know, no harm, no foul. Mm -hmm. And so Bob and I started talking. We talked about ingredients and what he was trying to accomplish and what his goals were. And, you know, it just kind of went from there. So Bob's become a really good friend. He's a heck of a good guy. So Yeah, well, you know, the, the biggest reason I wanted to have somebody that I could trust – with this conversation is because it just seems like the supplement industry and, and I don't mean to offend you here anyway. And, and I, I wanted to ask you, we asked, we talked a little bit before this cause I'm like, sure, I don't know sure, if I can ask sure. these questions, but um, so I'm just going to go ahead and go you for can it. Ask anything, okay. Right? Well, <laughs> you know, to me as, as a consumer and a probably an average or even below average knowledge consumer when it comes to supplements, um, it just seems like there's a lot of really gimmicky crap out there that, you know, like there's this stuff going through my Instagram feed and, um, you know, I don't like the way that they're advertising. It's like this insane, uh, protein or something like that. And it was like, yeah, I don't yeah. know about that crap. You know, like I, I don't know. And so my problem with the supplement industry from my maybe lack of understanding is, you know, guys can claim whatever the hell they want. There's no much, yep. much accountability and, how do I know I'm getting what I'm paying for? And, and all that stuff has just led me to being really skeptical and buying the, you know, Costco protein shakes, you know, like I, sure, sure. I just walk me through that. that. I mean, how do you know? Yeah. You, you are really, you are in the vast majority. Part of our goal is to educate people. Um, so, you, you know, my journey, I started this company because I was you. Mm -hmm. I literally, Wanted to get healthy. I started buying stuff. Everything was proprietary ingredients. Every I never knew what I was taking. Yeah, you know everything looked the same on the shelf. It's like, well, that looks like the same stuff, but it's a different company. And so I started doing research. I spent about two thousand or two years and about three thousand hours of research. And I wanted to find out what product did, what ingredients did, what I liked. So I bought a bunch of product. I used it myself found out what I liked and didn't like, and then I kind of went from there to form the company. You know, I did some due diligence on the front end, but I was just like you. Mm -hmm. I was a guy who said, why is this so hard to figure out? You know, so when we started, two things we always want to do. A, deliver an exceptional product, and two, I wanted to disclose everything we put in it in every gram. Because for me as a consumer, that's important. Yeah. You know, it is. It's important to me. So we work really hard. Uh, and you're right. I want to talk about the, the FDA thing. You know, you addressed it, just touched on it. Yeah. There is no real oversight in this industry. I will tell you there is a lot of stuff in the government that wants to change that. They want to make sure if you say it does X, Y, Z, right. that you better have ingredients that are backed by science that do X, Y, and Z. And Part of that is a safety thing to the consumers. This industry is growing so fast that everybody and their dog wants to be a part of it. You know, it, it is enormous. And the problem you, you run into is you don't know what's in it. And you don't know the quality of what's in it. Mm -hmm. And so as I addressed that, I actually reached out to a bunch of people, eventually hired a formulation chemist who that's all he does. I call him and say, this is what I want to create. I want this product. How are we going to do it? And, and that's been a fun, you know, for me, it's a super big learning experience for me. So uh -huh. 
Does that, does that answer any of your question at all? It does. Well, the, I mean, so if I'm, um, you know, gen, you know, brand X, right. And yeah. I'm claiming, you know, you'll gain 16 inches on your biceps in two days and all this random crap. How, what is the accountability there? And, and ha, as a consumer, how do I look through that? There's not a lot, but I will tell you the old adage of if it looks too good to be true, mm -hmm. it is. Because here's the deal. A supplement helps you get someplace, but it will not replace hard work, dedication, or good diet. Period. I'm glad you I, said I don't that. care what you do, Garrett. I don't I, I don't care. You know, I I just know from experience that it you have to still put in the work. This helps you get there, you know, and there's a lot of good product out there. I mean, it's not just us. There are some really good products on the market. They're very accountable. They want to put out good products. They provide information for their customers. And that's the type of, you know, that's how we want to be. Hmm. So when you say proprietary, is that just a way for people just to basically bullshit the, the customer and say, we're not going to tell you what's in here because it's proprietary. Here's, here's what happens. They say there's 9,000 grams of these 14 ingredients in there, but they never tell you how much of each ingredient. Oh, so, so you're, let's say you're extremely sensitive to caffeine. They never disclose how much caffeine's in there. You take a scoop, drink it, go to pre-workout, you're on the treadmill and feel like your heart's going to come out of your back of your head, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. and, and we've all experienced that, you know, and, and that's what they do. They do that so they can put stuff in there in different quantities mm -hmm. because Garrett, I'll be honest with you. It all boils down to dollars. I mean, I could show up tomorrow to a manufacturer and say, look, I want to build 4,000 units of a pre-workout. I have X dollars per unit to spend. They will say, here are your two options, A or B. You say, I want B. I want it flavored X. Great. We'll have it ready in 50 days. Seriously. And that's how the industry goes. We took the other path. We said, how do we make a product that really works? So we put specific products in our, you know, ingredients in our products. Mm -hmm. And all of our ingredients are based on empirical data. I have science to back every gram of ingredient in there. If Norvaline is an effective dose based on science at 100 milligrams, I'm never going to put 50 in there, ever. I'm going to put 100 okay. because that's what the science says works. Yeah. Does that make sense? It does make sense. That, that's been our whole process through this is disclosure and delivering a real product, a product that says, science says, given a situation, this will function great for you. Now, the hard part about that is it's like eating potatoes. Not everybody likes potatoes, mm -hmm. you know? So there's always taste and there's always how your body metabolizes and there's always those things. And so I'm not saying our product is for everybody. There are a lot of good products out there. Um, you just have to find something that you're comfortable with but I really recommend a customer looks to the company that tells you everything. When you look at that label, if it says proprietary, put it on the shelf, go look at something else. <laughs> okay. No, See, I'm being serious. These are the tips I'm wanting because if, no. if someone's going to go out here and get something from this conversation, they need to know how to navigate through the crap. Right. They do. And, and I did that for two years. Garrett, I literally went to a GNC and I bought almost everything on the shelf and I brought it home. And I put it in a room and I started using it and trying it and tasting it. And I would, if I liked it, I would break down each ingredient. What, why am I feeling this way? Hmm. 
And I would spend hours on the computer researching all these ingredients. And eventually I said, look, I think I kind of know how this should go. So I reached out to a professional in the industry, and I'm very blessed to work with uh, my designer, my formulation guy, is he's 20 years of experience, one of the best in the country, hmm. period. He, uh, he speaks every year at the Arnold, which is a big bodybuilding competition. Okay, yeah. Only formulation chemist that speaks every year. He's the only guy they invite, hmm. and I'm blessed enough to use him. And so hmm. we base, I give him free reign. I say, make this. We don't talk cost. We talk, you know, we tell everybody we are performance inspired, results driven. Okay. I want a product that works. We'll figure out the money in. That's irregardless at, the, at that point. Do you know what I mean? I do. And but people need to look at that, Garrett. They need to be looking at, seriously, 50% of what you pick up on a shelf will say proprietary right on the label. And it will show 13 ingredients, 8,000 grams. But you don't know, is that a clinical dose? Is it just 40 milligrams to fill space? Mm. You know, what is it? That's, and that's that was my struggle. Yeah. I was, I was that guy. Yeah. I'm glad you went over all that because, you know, and that's, that's the stuff I'm really wanting to get on, on this episode is stuff that's going to, you know, these are serious questions. And like you said, I think I'm, I'm not the only one with these questions. Another one I have is, and you've already answered it, but how many people are out there are going out there and saying, all right, GNC, I want you to package that product and then put my label on it. How, how often does that shit happen? If you have a deep enough pocket, you can do it like that. Really? Okay. Yeah. Because I'm not, I've heard of companies just, doing that. That's why I asked. They do. They literally do. Or they'll take this product and put a different name on it and put it in GNC this product, put a different name on it, put it in Walmart. Exactly. This product, put a different name on it, put it in Costco. It's the same stuff. Okay. Well, one of the questions I was going to ask was, was that question, but before I even could ask it, you, you had already said, well, our shit's already sure. formulation based. And, and I mean, it's right. It's, and that's, right. that's to me as a consumer, that right there is appealing because I mean, I'm just, I go and I, I kind of get negative. Like I have a chip on my shoulder because I feel like I'm getting played when I go out there and look at it, it stuff on the shelf. It's like, man, this is probably just GNC packaged fancy. You know, it just sure. pisses me. Sure. It really pisses me off. It, it does. As a consumer, you're lost. Exactly. Yeah, and, that's, a, that's a good word. And, and the information that's out there, there's about 30% really good information. And there's about 70% that who the hell knows what it is. <laughs> yeah. No, and yeah. you know, and you know, you've looked. I have. If you, if you do any research, you're like, okay, I can't make heads or tails of this. That's why we operate on that full disclosure. I mean, we, someone could tomorrow could rip off our formula just like that. Mm. I don't really care about that because I have, our suppliers are better, higher grade, better ingredients. We have trademarked ingredients, which makes your efficacy and your, your quality so much higher than just buying a product from who knows where and putting it in there. Yeah, that makes you know? that makes sense. I, I did have a patron. I, I told people um, I was going to have you on the show. So I did have a, a patron want to ask you a question is with all the outdoor supplements that are out there. Um, yeah. How are you guys standing out and offering more than than the other guys? And the, the, you, you, my, oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, no. Finish. Because I want to hear I want to hear this whole question because, you know, Knowing what I and, and your answer is has answered ninety percent of the stuff I was going to ask because if yours is uh, formulation and, and you have your own 
concoction or whatever. Right. Um, that kind of answers the question. But I, I, I was kind of wanting to – he was wanting to know, you know, because you have – uh, you got you know the wilderness athlete. You got the uh, mountain ops. You got black or black or uh, I don't know. There's there's a ton of them out there. Um, right. What how how does ready you know? And, and it sounds like I'm not, I don't know if those guys do the same thing as you, but um, and I don't expect you to talk bad about anybody else. I'm not trying to get and, you to do and that. And I never will. You will never hear that yeah. because everybody has their own goal. They have their own motivation in this industry. Mm -hmm. My motivation is simply to deliver a quality product at an affordable price. Mm -hmm. That's it. It's very simple. You know, the, the thing that the consumer is going to struggle with in that situation, we design for the mountain first. I don't test in the gym. Hmm. I test on the mountain because I know if it works on the mountain, it'll work in the gym. Now, here's the alternative. If it works in the gym, it may not work on the mountain. You can't put 450 milligrams of caffeine in a pre-workout and expect you to go to the mountain and be able to draw a bow and stay steady. That's a good point. It's impossible. That's a so really we, good point. We, all, of our, all of our performance stuff is done on the mountain. You know, We usually take almost a year of testing, trial, formulation, flavoring to get a product out. I'm glad you said that because I've avoided taking pre-workouts when on days that I'm going to go shoot my bow just because without of a doubt. Yeah. Without a doubt. Yeah. And that, yeah. So that makes really good sense. So I've got other questions and, and, um, like I said, we can, we can make this a two parter and, and just make two episodes yeah, out of it, but ask away, baby. <laughs> so is a guy that wants to bulk up and struggled my whole life and, and has done the protein thing, has done all this stuff, you know, um, I could ask you about workouts and stuff, but have, you know, I've done the heavyweights, you know, if you want to bulk up sure. go heavy. And then I've heard, sure. well, it's time under stress. It's, there's so much information out there. Um, can you, can you elaborate on protein and maybe building, getting a little bit bigger? The biggest thing, if you want to gain muscle is it's calorie based. That's the bottom line. If you don't feed your muscle, your muscle will never grow. Hmm. The next part of that is if you don't put your muscle under stress, your muscle will never grow. So if I'm in, I have three months out of the year, I try to put a little weight on. The other three months, or the other nine months out of the year, I'm usually in kind of stay lean because during hunting, I want to be lean. I want to be fast and fit, period. And so in that process, I eat differently those times a year. Hmm. My calories during the winter are much higher than they are from, let's say, March through September. You know, very different. So you're putting on but muscle and bulking up in the winter is what you're saying. Yeah, I, gen I generally try to put my weight on. So maybe I try to gain. And look, I might in five months, I might only gain four pounds of muscle. Hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you realize how much work it took to gain four pounds of muscle. Oh, I know. <laughs> especially, at my, especially at my age. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's like, oh my gosh. Yeah. You know, I'm but it. The trick with that is you've got to eat calories. People try to do two things. They try to diet and bulk. This guy. And that doesn't exist. Right. <laughs> it doesn't exist. I'm that. You've got to be putting a bunch of good quality products. You know, So your proteins need to be high. Your carbs need to be high. Your fats need to be moderate. But they need to be up there. You don't want to be eating 2,200 calories a day Right. because you're not going to do anything. You're burning 2,200 calories a day times two. 
So you, how can you gain muscle? You know, so you've got to increase that calorie intake, but you can't do it just by beer and pizza. Yeah. I can't, I can't believe I mean, you said my, pizza. That's my, favorite. That's, my, I say that's my favorite. Right? I mean, like beer and pizza is my yeah, favorite. How dare you? <laughs> hey, and I'm the guy. I'm here to tell you. I cheat, and I cheat when I want to. If I, if I want pizza, I eat it because I know I'm going to work hard enough the next day that it doesn't matter. It's, I'm, it's okay. You know? that's, we get caught up in that word diet, and that is the worst word ever invented by man hmm. because no matter how you eat, Garrett, let's be honest. If you eat crappy and all you eat is fast food and whatnot, that's a diet. It's just not a good diet. That's a good point. <laughs> if you eat all vegetables, that's a diet. If you eat all proteins, that, they're all diets. It's all in how you look at the perspective of what that is. That's a, does that make, does that make any sense? It does make sense, and that leads me to another question that you kind of already hit on. You're beating me to the punch on these, man. Your 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 answers Sorry, are brother. your answers are too I good. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I've never had a problem with this, but looking at you, um, and you say that you kind of go leaner towards hunting season. Uh-huh. Um, you know, it takes it takes a lot of blood and a lot of energy to feed muscle when you're wanting to use it on the mountain. It does. So at what yep. point are you too much muscle that you're going to be weighing, you know, what's, what's the balance there? That's a really personal question because everybody's going to deal differently. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, I don't like to be super heavy. I kind of have a weight that I want to stay in because I know by hunting season, I'm going to be eh, 10 pounds lighter than that. And I know when I get to that weight that I'll be right where I want to be for the mountain. Hmm. I would rather you not think about weight. I would rather you think about being strong, flexible, and having high endurance. Though the muscle will come if you're eating enough during those times. Okay. But you've got to work on being strong, flexible, and having good endurance. Hmm. Because when I'm on the mountain, I might be ripped, but if that doesn't help me, there's zero benefit for me in that. No, zero. I train so I can hunt like an animal. I hunt with some crazy guys. They're <laughs> hardcore. And they're all 20 years younger than me. Really? And so, yeah. And so I have to be in tip-top shape to be able to keep up with those guys. Hmm. I mean, some of the guys I hunt with are just nutcases, man. <laughs> I mean, they are. They'll go, dude, they'll walk me 15, 18 miles a day with a 50-pound pack on. That is a lot. You Holy know? smokes. It is. It's crazy. And if you're not... You know, a part of the part of that that goes back to that training. You know, you talk about how, what's the balance. Mm-hmm. There's a mental game in there you have to think about too. You need to kind of play with where do I feel best? Because if you feel better, lighter, why would you change that? That's a good point. You know, you, I mean, I know everybody wants to be a little muscular, and that that's great. But you should operate in the mode that you feel best at? When do you feel most efficient? When do you feel like a killer on the mountain? Hmm. And that's what I operate in. When do I know I can go all day, I've got enough stores that I can burn a bunch of calories and, stay and refuel a bulk of that you know, through the day, but I need to be efficient on the mountain. That makes a lot of sense. For me, I, I've been, you know, last year I've been training, I, I've been going to the gym four or five days a week. And then I'll take two months off when I get too big, like hunting season. I like, I'm not hitting the gym during hunting season. I'm, I'm hunting. Right. Um, and, right. and after hunting, like you got Thanksgiving, Christmas, and I just say, screw, sure. screw it. Sure. <laughs> I do. I take two months of the, that two, two to three months out of the year. 
I worry zero about what I eat. Same here. Well, I, I still go work out, but I concentrate on I eat and I enjoy that time of year. Because if you operate in everything's restrictive, mm -hmm. it's not healthy for your brain. Let's be honest, right? It's not. You need to say, look, I'm going to eat, but I'm going to work hard so that that food can benefit me. Makes sense. Yeah, see, I, I didn't go to the gym uh, along with eating bad. So I gained like six pounds over the last two months. And, right. And it's not in muscle, I can tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> You're young. It'll come off yeah. just like that. Well, I, I, my my wife was kicking my ass. I was on the couch. She's like, you going to work out with me? She knows I love working out with her. And uh, sure. cause, you know, because I love showing her how to work out. You know, I've got to be the manly guy. And, mm -hmm. and uh, we all do. And I was trying to do what I was doing before I quit going to the gym like two and a half months ago. And it was like, good God. And, like I could do the reps, but like half of them. And I yeah. just felt like I just felt like shit. <laughs> you know, it's like. <laughs> The trick with that that I tell my clients is if you fall off and you go away, you retain a bulk of that muscle memory. So what happens is your going back point, mm -hmm. it's still hell. I mean, it still sucks. But you'll advance much quicker. Hmm. You'll get back to where you were quicker. You'll make gains quicker. Your body's repaired. Your body's fueled. And your body's ready to go. You know, any type of little injury you may have had, they've repaired. So I – that time off for me during the year kind of lets my body heal up a little bit. Makes sense. You know, and get ready to kind of, because I know coming, you know, October 1, October 15, I'm going to be in it. You know, I live in a gym. I'm two hmm. days, two days, two times a day. Holy crap. Seven days a week. Seriously. Yeah, I do between 11 and 15 sessions a week. Holy crap. Well, it shows, man. I mean, you look like you're freaking ripped. So, <laughs> you know. I don't know about that, but I work hard to stay in shape. You know, Makes sense. I, uh, my goal when I got, when I started getting healthy is I wanted to make sure, you know, weight loss can never be your goal with being healthy. That's a terrible, terrible goal. Your goal needs to be, I want to be leaner. I want to be more muscular. I want to be more active in my life. I want to be a better husband, a better dad, a better grandfather. I want to go on a cruise. I want to, you know, mm -hmm. those are goals. Losing weight, that's a terrible goal. You know, well, it's temporary. So I mean, when once you hit it, you hit it. The problem with it is, you've always been happy being that way, or you tolerated being that way. So why would all you're gonna do is get to a hard point and stop? Hmm. You got to have a goal, something that says that's where I'm going. Makes sense. Because what happens is, if you get on board that train and you travel that journey, that goal keeps doing this and moving, and that helps you keep going. Okay. It gives you more motivation. If you have an end game in there, it's you're you're gonna struggle. So you know? for me personally, uh, through through training and, and then hunting, um, you know, I trained all year and I was at the gym three to five times a week. Um, right. You know, I do I do I superset everything. I ju I just I'm a busy guy. I don't want to spend three hours a day in the gym. So I absolutely I spend an hour and fifteen if I do sauna. And right. I superset everything. I'm in there. I get a lot of funny looks because I'm not taking breaks. I'm just doing what I need to do and getting the hell out of there. And I try and I felt really good around 14% body fat this year, but I wanted, yep. I was trying to get down to 12 and I just, I didn't put in the work to get there straight up. I didn't do it. You know, I, I needed to work out harder and eat a little bit less probably. I don't know. Um, it's probably more diet than working out, Garrett. Yeah. I'll be honest. With you. Okay. I mean, I, it's, it's like a 70% kitchen, 30% gym. I've heard that. That, that's really true. Hmm. You know, you, 
you, I, I have clients every day that come to me, Hey, I want to do this or I want to do that. Mm -hmm. And I see, and I've watched them for six months in the gym and they haven't changed. They work their butt off in the gym, but they're lazy at home in the kitchen. Hmm. And the commitment to me, the gym's the easy part. The kitchen is the commitment, man. <laughs> that's, where, that's where the rubber meets the road. You know, right. my Sundays, I prep. I prep all my food for the week. I know exactly what I'm going to eat every day for every meal except my dinner, and that's because we cook. My wife and I cook it together. Oh, okay. My breakfast and my lunches are completely prepared for the week. Hmm. So no matter how busy I am, I grab it, I eat it, and I go. You know, I have. I got overweight where food, like in my family, food was like a, it was like comfort. It was like a social thing. That's my family too. Yeah, anytime anything good happened, pizza. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> and so I had to retrain my brain to think that food was no longer comfort. Food was fuel. Yeah. I eat to do what I want to do, whether that's in the gym, on the mountain, with my granddaughters, with my kids, whatever. I eat to be able to do what I want to do. I don't eat for comfort and satisfaction. And that took a long time to reprogram my brain out of that. Hmm. It did. It was tough. You know, it was way tough. Yeah. Well, I, I, I was, it's funny you went there because I was juggling. Uh, you know, I'm going to tell my mom now that she's the reason I'm out of shape. <laughs> uh, my mom was always a great cook. So growing up, you know, I mean, how did you not eat? You know, she's a great cook. So it was all part of it. I've so. got questions about um, – when to use the product as far as protein because you, you nailed yeah. it earlier you know a supplement a lot of people you know think yeah i take supplements well supplement is exactly what it is you're you're taking supplements because you're not getting what you need uh, out of your food yep. and so Absolutely. i eat a lot of elk meat and deer meat um, right but i i really enjoy your protein shakes but i just i have no idea when to actually take them after a workout before a workout during i mean here, here's what I would tell the average customer. There's three basic things that you need in a workout. Mm -hmm. There's a pre-workout, exactly what it says, get you going. Yeah. There's a recovery product, which is your inner workout to help you recover. And there's a post-workout product, which is generally your protein. Post-workout, okay. You know, you've got a window, and science is kind of out on that because a lot of it depends on how hard you work out. But you've got anywhere from one to six hours to refeed your muscle with some protein once you leave the gym. Okay. I try to drink protein within a couple hours of leaving the gym. I'll drink my protein. Okay. The trick that I tell everybody, they're supplements. I want you getting most of what you're getting from real clean food. Okay. That I tell people that, you know. And it, it, depending on how busy I am, I may supplement protein twice a day. Usually it's only once. Everything else I eat in my calories. You know what I mean? Because it is exactly what you say it is. It's strictly a supplement. So a lot of guys are saying that you're that we're getting more protein than what the body actually needs nowadays, and I'm not sure where that's coming from. But like maybe the marketing is telling you you need more protein. Um, what is the actual rule of thumb for that? There. Here's the thing: if you're trying to put weight on, you need roughly between let's say 0.8 and 1.2 grams per pound of body weight you have. So let's say you're a 160 pound guy. Okay. If you target 160 grams of protein a day, you're gonna be right in the window. Really? Okay. When I'm putting weight on, I eat 280 grams of protein a day. Now you're talking, you're not just weight, but you're talking, you're bulking up muscle. Yeah, I'm literally, put, yeah, to feed my muscle because of the way I destroy it at the gym. Uh -huh. 
I've got to have enough to repair it. I've got to have all those aminos, all those little things, all those building blocks that make a muscle grow and get better. Mm -hmm. I've got to have that. I'm glad you said something about the amino acids. Um, cause I've always heard, you know, you need the, and this is all stuff that I've learned. I don't, you know, I haven't done that, but you need the no, amino acids to break away, down the proteins, away. correct? What's that? You need the, the, is it the, you needed the essential amino acids to break the proteins down? Is that? Here's, here's the trick. There's two basic rules of, of amino acids. Mm-hmm. There's branch chain aminos, which your body can get from itself in essence. Does that make sense? It'll produce it and if it needs it. Right. And then there's essential aminos. Here's the thing. Branch chain amino ingestion without essential amino ingestion is worthless. That's what, Zero. I've, That's what I've heard. It is. That's why, like our recovery product, we have full dose branch chains, all nine essential aminos, plus a glutamine for recovery, plus electrolytes for recovery hmm. in our, in our onboard of our recovery product. Yeah. Because those things have to be together to function properly. Makes sense. Does that make does that make sense? It does. And I've used I've used your pre workout. I've used the protein, and I've used the uh post the recovery, the magma. Yeah, yeah, the, absolutely. The magma. Um, and yeah. by the way, what the pre workout is the tiger's blood. Yeah. No, the magma is the tiger's. Magma blood. is the tiger's blood. I really like the yeah. tiger's blood one. That's yeah. really good. The protein's it's, good, uh, but the magma is my poison, man. I really like that. Oh, stuff. it's you know, and the nice thing about because it's like it's a non stimulant product. You can literally drink that in – like a lot of people don't like the taste of water. Let's be honest. Mm-hmm. We live in a society where everything's a pop or a sweet or a this. You can drink that magma in, with a little bit in there with your water all day, and it's never going to hurt you. Mm-hmm. You know, you're never going to hurt your body by putting those essential aminos and those branch chain aminos and that glutamine in your body. It, that's not just not going to hurt you. Okay. Yeah. Well, I was just, I'm just real. I've always been curious. I'm like, when should I be drinking? So I'm drinking protein, you know, sometimes before, sometimes during, and then I'll chug one after. Sure. Like, sure. You know, how much does one scoop of your protein have in, uh, in Pro- protein is a crazy thing because the big hang up on protein is bioavailability. Okay. That means how much if each scoop of protein does your body actually absorb and use? Yes. There are products on the market that are roughly 25 to 30% bioavailable, meaning 30 grams of protein, they say, on their little bottle. You're going to absorb about 10 grams. Okay. Okay. Our protein is 22 grams per scoop with over 80% bioavailability, which means you're going to absorb at least 20 grams of protein into your body out of one scoop. Which is, which is pretty good. I mean, that's – It's perfect. It is. It is. Uh, there's guy, you know, we, because of the type of protein we use, we don't have to use any amino spiking. Um, our protein is never processed. It's all cold filtered and unpasteurized. So we never kill all those little, those little teeny aminos, those essential aminos that you can only get. Mm-hmm. We never kill them. So we don't have to add them back in. That, you know? that makes sense. I've always our, heard that. You look at our product, it's very simple. It's seven ingredients. Yeah. And two of those are flavoring, you know? Yeah. Well, I've always told, I've always been told when you take like a supplement in pill form, you want to make sure that they're cold compressed, not hot compressed or heat compressed. Yeah. Um, Heat is, it's bad for a lot of that stuff. And people don't realize that, you know? Yeah. And it's, it's that education thing. 
prepare. It's all education, you know. Yeah, you know. If I could, if I had one wish, it's that I could educate, <laughs> help educate people. You know, and I'm I educate myself every day. Um, I read. I I you know I'm looking at white papers. I'm looking at studies. I'm looking at clinicals every day to try and make sure I'm in the loop of what's going on. I don't know. I call my formulation guy. I'm like, hey, tell me about this. Hmm. What is it? What, what what what's the deal here? You know, because I I never would want to tell someone something that was a not untrue or b unsafe. Hmm. You know, that makes sense. Well, tell me about your testosterone booster because I was I I took <laughs> took a couple buddies for a ride and uh, Bob was telling me it helps out at high elevation. I'm like, okay, I'll try it. And uh, so I have the bottle, and I, I didn't use it much during. I was just, I just didn't sure. use it much during the season. And um, my buddies are like, "Something wrong with your uh, with your boys down there, dude? Why are you taking some testosterone boosters there?" And I was like, uh, "It was to help me hunt high elevation and, and stuff." And I'm like, "I couldn't describe, tell you how or why it benefit." But can you help me out there? What what's the deal with I the testosterone booster? Here's the beauty, and most testosterone boosters have one active ingredient. There's one on the market right now. They did about $10 million last year. They have 400 milligrams of fenugreek. That's it. That's all. That's the pill. We have that plus the next five most studied male enhancement products on the market. We also add a product called Norvaline. Norvaline is the key. It's also in our pre-workout. Hmm. That allows you – it's a nitric oxide buffer. So when your body – is going and pushing and your muscle gets full and you're tight and you're like ah you create an enzyme you release in your body that stops that nitric oxide production norvaline and this study was done at texas tech and it's a super valid study it's an exceptional example of real clinicals mm -hmm. they show 45 to 55 percent more nitric oxide production out of your body what that means is your your vasodilation, your vessels, your every muscle in your body is getting more oxygen. It's getting more nutrients. Oh, so your ability to push harder at an elevation where your oxygen starved already is so much higher than a normal level, and that's why it functions that way. Oh, okay. it was never designed for that, but we've seen the results through using it like that. So, would that help with elevation sickness then? I, I would not want to speak to that, to be honest with you. Okay. We have a product we're working on for that. Okay. Um, that is designed around. We have a lot of West Coast clients with Mark's partnership with WTA that come from, you know, Oklahoma mm -hmm. to hunt at 10,000 feet. Well, the first two days are like hell. going to hell for those guys. <laughs> yeah. And we're working on a product, basically, they could start two weeks before they get here, by the time they get there, their body's ability to adapt to the elevation, uh, it has a lot to do with VOX exchange, which is your volume of oxygen. You can get your body to breathe in and move into your blood cycle. Hmm. We're working on a product with that, which is super exciting. Would that be like a VO2 max uh, training with the mask or whatever they call it, kind of? Sim similar. I'm not – I've never done that. Um, I see guys doing it all the time. I've got to buddies me, that do it, but I've, I don't know. I, I, and I'm out on it, Garrett. I'll be honest with you. I, because I haven't done it, I can't base anything on it. Mm -hmm. I have a hard time seeing efficacy in just 
restricting your oxygen flow. Mm -hmm. You know, because what happens when you're at altitude, you're not restricting your flow, you're decreasing the physical amount of oxygen that's in the air. Does that make sense? That makes sense. You know, you're going your volume of oxygen that's in per cubic meter is far lower than it is at three thousand feet. And so your body needs to be able to process it more efficiently, not just learn how to live without it. Okay. You know? So do you listen to the Joe Rogan podcast at all? With every day. Every, I say everybody does. Um, I love you. So, <laughs> so I'm going to be going to the to an area here. John Jones, you know the whole thing with the John Jones sure, thing absolutely. about, oh, he had, first of all, it was, it, was the, it was the dick pills, and then there's steroids in this supplement. Sure, so sure. how do you guys prevent contaminants from, say, other supplements? Or, I mean, is there any way that you guys control that? Or any test our, our facility I rely on our facility to do that our manufacturer is fully FDA compliant mm -hmm. so they have to have FDA certification ISO 9001 certification the FDA checks them periodically I pay literally to take products every so many products that come off the line mm -hmm. I pay for them to pull it and test it really checking efficacy checking contaminants checking ingredients so that I know that when it goes out the door, that I don't have to worry about it. Hmm. And that costs us quite a bit of money to do, but it's it's one of those peace of mind things, you know? Right. Well, as, that, as somebody that's a consumer, that to me, that for me would be a – it is a selling point because I want to know that I'm getting what I'm paying for. And second of all, there's not, you know, cut up cocaine and steroids and dick pills in my, you know, supplement. You know, and <laughs> there's a company out there, Garrett. I'm going to give you an example. There's a company out there that uses a high dose of niacin in their pre-workout. They have literally sold 100 million, 100 million units of that product. Holy crap. The only reason it works is it doesn't work. All it does is you basically give you an overdose of niacin so you feel like something's happening, so you go to the gym. Hmm. That's it with a bunch of caffeine in it. So it's like almost like a placebo with – like a, I don't know. It's it's placebo with an effect. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I was saying. It's like placebo with caffeine. <laughs> right, right, it is. So, so, and and that's we want to avoid that. So we have literally we pull product off the line as it's coming off, uh -huh. and we have it tested. Make sure we're within a guideline. That guideline is what the FDA says. Hey, you need to be, you know, and that that's not a zero percent window, mm -hmm. but that's saying there's no contaminants. So there's no metal. There's no alternative substances in there. Mm -hmm. Everything that you say is in there was within guideline and so on. Okay. Well, I know and we're – Part of that is working with a reputable manufacturer. Well, yeah, that makes sense. Not, not Basically not cutting corners is what it sounds like. I mean you're it's, – It's not a cheap industry to be in. I mean you know, you better be committed to, to get in this industry. You know, yeah. it's, it's, not, it's not inexpensive. You can't show up to a manufacturer and say, hey – I want to spend three thousand dollars on protein. You show up and say, "I got eighty grand to buy protein." Holy crap! Then they might listen to you. Really? Yeah, <laughs> it's it's insane, you know. And people don't realize like the investment we make on the front end just to get product to the door. Yeah. You know. Well, I, I've but it, it, it's great. Yeah, I mean, I've seen the the documentaries on you or uh, on uh, on Netflix where you know you have these guys that are at, in their house, they're they're making their own thing, and then they're making their own little capsules and stuff, and it's like, oh yeah, man, like that shit's on the market, and, and I don't know, it just 
It's for real. Yeah. It's for real. The saddest part is that they're the, at the gym on the corner selling it to their buddies. Yeah. That's crazy. You know, and, that, and that's where it gets scary. And that's why we take that, you know, it, again, it goes back to that disclosure, that taking the high road, you know. Could we make a cheaper product? Oh, hell yes. We could totally make it cheaper and make it work eh, close, but it would not be as good a product. Mm-hmm. You know, and we just choose to take the high road on that. That's important to me, you know. So are you, a, are you also a personal trainer then too, Donnie? Not by choice. Okay, because <laughs> I've been wanting, I've been dying to talk to somebody that that is well versed in all the, the big debates right now. Because there's there's um, like I said, time under stress versus heavy yeah. lifting versus repetitions, and I'm yeah. just I'm dying. And I know we're we're out of time here, but I'm dying to have that mm-hmm. conversation as well. And I'm thinking that might be a great part too. I think that would be great. I I will give you this little caveat because of my age. Mm-hmm. I rely on time under tension. I lift heavy four lifts three times a week. That's it. Really? Everything else I do is time under tension, modest weight. Hmm. Um, A, I don't want to hurt myself. And B, I find my body responds to that better. Hmm. And everybody's a little different, you know? That's It's like a diet. It's like that diet word. Nothing's – there's no – round peg for the square hole everybody's different and sometimes you have to experiment a little bit with that that's, don't just because your buddy does it doesn't mean it's going to work for you yeah. that is not reality yeah you know? well you know all the it's, it's going into high school and everybody's like lifting heavy and doing all this it's sure. like man you know i went to high school i tried doing all this stuff i was i you know i gained weight by eating twinkies my metabolism was so high i mean Sure. And then now, it's, yeah. And then now it's like, okay, I like doing a lot of burnouts and stuff because my body responds pretty well yep, to yep, yep. high reps. Um, and I, absolutely, I'm with you, man. I'm I'm afraid of getting injured. So closer to season, I kind of actually back it off because I'm like, I'm not going to, you know, strain. I something. totally dial it down. I do. Yeah. Okay. I think on the next, I think on our part two, let's talk about that a little bit. Let's take a minute. Okay. Let's talk about some techniques to. And let's talk beginner, intermediate, and advanced. Let's talk who can benefit from getting out there and doing something, and what's the easiest way to get involved in doing that. I, I'd love I think that would be a great thing. It would be. Yeah, I think that would be great. So, All right, man. Well, I'll let you get going. I know you got um, a live event to get going to and everything. but I, pre- I do. Appreciate you guys. Yeah, I appreciate your time, man. We'll put something together real soon. We will. Appreciate you, Garrett. Have a good night, hey, bud. You too, man. See ya. All right. Bye-bye. All right, guys, that's this episode of the podcast. Be ready for part two here, probably coming out uh, Monday or Sunday night. Uh, Really looking forward to getting back together with Donnie to talk about supplements and working out and stuff like that because there's so much for me to learn in that area. And I know for folks out there that are like me that are kind of just hobby level guys that just, you know, they want to take something that helps them out and but also have some sort of benefit while actually knowing what's going into their bodies and then also work uh, working actual exercises that will help me for the hunt. Uh, so Donnie's going to be a great resource for that. And uh, if you guys have a chance, be sure to leave a five-star review. That actually really does help uh, grow the podcast and help us get found on, on uh, iTunes and stuff like that. Um, you can also subscribe to the podcast, which I'll tell you, I've been super horrible at telling you about. Um, you can subscribe on iTunes, and you can also subscribe, uh, I believe, on Podbean. So whatever platform you use in there, and we're on platforms that, you know what, I've never even heard of. I don't even know how we got there, 
<laughs> to be honest with you. Uh, but, you know, we're on all sorts of platforms and uh, just really appreciate everybody's support so far and uh, looking forward to where we're going. So uh, if you guys haven't already and you want to support the podcast even further, um, you know, a five-star review is great with a comment so I know who left it. But uh, you can also go on to Patreon and uh, go check that out. Basically what that is is basically it supports, uh, monetarily supports the show uh, a certain amount each month, Uh, $1, $2, uh, whatever it may be, I, I guarantee you all that money goes straight back into the podcast. We're going to be uh, up or investing in more cooler computers and equipment and uh, just truly trying to up the game this year for 2019 and uh, look forward to seeing um, some exclusive content on there, exclusive giveaways, and uh, you guys are going to be fed with a, with a silver spoon. Trust me, if you guys go out of your way to support the podcast, I'm definitely going to go out of my way to make it worth it for you. So uh, I appreciate appreciate everybody that, that listens to the show. I'll quit rambling and wrap this thing up. But as always, guys, appreciate you listening, and I'll see you on the next one. Bye.